OWC Radio is sponsored by Otherworld Computing, where you can find the very best storage, connectivity, software, and expansion solutions. Go to OWCDigital.com, where you can find the speed to create and the capacity to dream. This week on OWC Radio, we celebrate and wrap up the 70th anniversary of the Berlin International Film Festival, the Berlinale. With the salute to the films in competition and the winners, here is Damajan Winter, a journalist and film critic hailing from Slovenia. It's time for OWC Radio, Tech Talk with Creatives, conversations with host Serena Catania. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you? <laughs> it's midnight. I'm so happy to talk to you. Yeah, me too. You've got to give me all of the inside scoop on the festival. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really, I, w- I was interested because you said that for the first time in a long time this year, you were almost 100% in agreement with the jury. Yes. So wh- what was that all about? That was all about, first of all, because... Uh, I saw it was the last competition movie was this Iranian one, Shaitan Voyot Nadarat, which is like there is no evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw it also yesterday just, and it was the best and the most beautiful film ever after the competition. And you know the feeling when you see the best movie at the end of all this uh, traveling. Yeah. And I was so kind of touched also that I. I skip another screening, which I have ticket for, and okay. And in the evening, I, I realized that it's the film they give them the golden bear. So it was the start of my <laughs> happiness or satisfaction, should I say? Yeah. And just a few words. Why it's dealing with the kind of serious and hard topic. It's four different stories dealing with uh, uh, your personal responsibility, individual responsibility with uh, execution, the death penalty in Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's just, it, it may be sound, it's a very harsh topic, but it's made so beautifully, so poetically, and on the other hand, so, uh, so with such love and empathy and, of course, sadness sometimes. So, yeah, it really strikes me. And above all, uh, I've so the most beautiful film couple on the for a couple on the screen in that movie. So yeah. Wow. You know, it was it was hard being away from it this year because I haven't seen any of the movies. Mm-hmm. Normally this is a very vibrant conversation that you and I can have. But uh there's a big story behind this movie too because isn't he facing a prison sentence? Yes, it's like uh, I mean I, I'm i not there to say that it's the same old story what uh, Panahi and all these Iranian mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. directors, creators who try to bring the, the another picture of Iran, which of, which of course is not uh, compatible with the authorities there. So uh, this uh, director, Mohammed Rasolov, after his, uh, he was winning in Cannes in, my, in 2017, uh, they took his passport and he sentences one year or two years prison. He, he could not come to Berlinale. But it was also at the award ceremony, it was very touchy because not about the standing ovation because he was not there and his daughter accept the award among the producers. 
in his name, but just because uh, also, you know, all the speech and uh, the co-producer who gave the speech after that, he said, above all, I just want to, we just want to show with that movie that Iran is not like, you know, this terrifying Baobao country, which media try to present, but in Iran, they live peaceful people who just wish to live and they they want to, I don't know, to share love and compassion and everything with the others. So we are not like this kind of terrorist country or whatever they mm-hmm. they are trying to be presented. So it was it was really touchful. Uh, yeah, it's one of the most touchful moments of the ceremony, which was, by the way, very boring. This new uh, <laughs> the new uh, host Samuel Finch or something. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was interesting because. They just stood there with papers in their hands, reading like it was a school play. I was very strange. I was watching it. But, you know, didn't his daughter hold up a phone and show him on the phone during the awards? Uh, but that's probably because I was not in a Berlinale, just uh, watching for the transmission. So I cannot confirm that. But yeah. Yeah. Apparently she held up her phone and didn't. An, and he said hello from the phone. Which I thought was interesting, but it was the the whole the whole row in the Berlinale Palace, the row we usually say it or somewhere yeah. there. <laughs> there was the whole row of actress, actors and actresses, and some of them were, were crying, even men. So it was oh, it was really it was really touching. Yeah, in, in in their faces and in their eyes, you realize how much does it mean to them and probably how much they wish to make that movie and how much they stand behind it and they want to really work to to know the this kind of Iranian people and you know all mankind, not just Iranian people. Because no matter that it's happened in Iran and dealing with this death penalty which is still going on in Iran, but it's dealing with a the most uh, global topic, universal topic, should I say. So mm-hmm. it's just the individual responsibility. If the society tells you you have to do something which you believe inside you that it's wrong, no matter because of its religious belief or your personal belief or your personal experience, so what will you do? So will you obey or will you uh, just stick to your beliefs and of course, there will be some consequences also for you, for your life, for your beloved one. And that's it. There was a, a quote that I heard the producer, Kave Farnham. Yeah. Kave Farnham. Yeah. Um, there was a quote that said, The story reminds us that there are no walls in this world that can stop the power of imagination, the power of ideas, belief, and love. And that resonated. Obviously, with not just you and I, but with all the, like you're saying, all the creative people in the audience, uh, people who need to tell a story, people who need to talk about the resilience of the human spirit. And I think that's what this movie seems to be about. I can hardly wait to see it. You know, when you say you really love it, it means I've got to go see it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know? Thanks. But really, yeah. as I said, this was the strongest movie, the strongest movie of the festival, in my opinion. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So some of the, uh, what were some of the other films? Did you see uh, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always? Yes, of course. Uh, I've, I've, I've managed to see all the all the movies in competition, which means oh, all 18s, okay. which were yeah. in competition. And uh, yes, 
I seen this, uh, it touched me. I like especially this intimate atmosphere about this teenage dilemma mm-hmm. because it goes into you, not with this kind of above surface, you know, like sometimes it has to be like cliche or like has to be like just, you know, feelings on the first touch on first hand, what, uh, how, how people said, but it's really touched me. I have to admit it's definitely a feminine topic and also it's made, it's, it has the obvious feminine, feminine approach, which is of course, uh, attribute for plus for the, in that, uh, case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yes, uh, I was just, uh, you know, basically my kind of movies are more poetic, but this is kind of realistic movie that's uh, that I have to accept. But it it works perfectly, and therefore also the Silver Bear Grand Jury Prize is, as I said, I totally agree with that for Lisa Hitchman. And then, you, what did you think of the woman who ran? Oh, <laughs> the woman who ran is uh, another typical, should I say, Asiatic. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, pretend to sound, you know, wrong, but, you know, movie with a very slow pace and the camera is very static and you're just listening to the characters, female characters talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there is just two male characters, so maybe just one in the way. But uh, yeah, it is this quality about this kind of movies because it forces you to to get out of your frame, especially talking uh, as me as a Western people, Western mm-hmm. man, uh, just to take time to listen. And what's always surprised me and was always surprising me in that movie that this uh, different kind or different style of conversation, because even if the characters are try to arguing about something or they try to achieve the uh, you know, the main goal about different topics, they have different opinions, but always smiling, no matter that it will be, you know, no, I think that, no, I think you're wrong, but it will not tell you directly. So, and it was maybe you will love it that it's uh, the cat, a little mm-hmm. cat got uh, mm-hmm. applause on, uh, during oh. the movie. So oh, that's cute. The opening scene because it was so sincerely made because there's one conversation about the neighbors came to the this female couple and tr- asked them try asked them to stop feeding the cat, which was not theirs, but it was you know like street cat, <laughs> but they feed it. And he was strongly trying to persuade them that, no, it's not good because his wife is allergic to cats and how can they do it? So it's just an animal. How can they put the animal in front of his wife, which is a human? But, you know, <laughs> but the girls were, you know, really, no, but it's like a child for us. So we will, no, thanks. I really appreciate your opinion, but we'll, we'll, will not stop feed the cat <laughs> and at the end of the scene the camera the focus go on the cat which just look at the camera and just scratch herself <laughs> and then and then just put their legs and just, so it was so spontaneously i i strongly believe that it was not even planned so the director just sees the moment well you know they say uh animals and babies upstage every scene <laughs> Yes, yes. So it's hard to compete with them. That's definitely true. Yeah. So, what were some of your other favorite movies, and what did you? Were there any real stinkers in the bunch? So let's start with your favorite ones. Uh, Yes, uh, above this Iranian one, Mm -hmm. uh, the next, which 
I like, I will mention a few of them. I like both of Italian movies. Personally, it was like, and both also when the, uh, the Silver Bears. One was from Elio Germano for uh, Volevo Not Condermi, Hidden Away. It's a very like a story about, the biographical story about this uh, uh, artist, Laborde. Mm-hmm. Or no, I, I have to. Ligabu, Lig Lig Ligabu, yeah, mm-hmm. and but the transformation of this young actor, which is kind of cute in real life, and we saw him also in another uh, in another Italian movie for Volaccio, which I also like. His work was really amazing, so he definitely deserves above all the male characters this year this award. And uh, I like this movie because it is very. Um, he portrayed this guy who is outcasted and who kind of looked like handicapped, you know, but uh, how did he fit uh, into society? How how he found his own voice despite of, you know, this conflict with the society. And also they show us also not brilliance of his work of, because he was a painter, a sculptor, but also, you know, that uh, human who surrounded him uh, during his life was, uh, they have empathy and they have love. And because of that, he he could prosper and became uh, one of the famous modern artists uh, of his time. Hmm. And another movie was also the Italian and uh, Elio Germano also played uh, just a sporting role in that. But it was a shocking story. He was awarded with a silver bear for original screenplay. It was a story really about uh, alienation between children and parents. Uh, the story is set in the one of Rome's suburb. And during the movie, there's always this suspense atmosphere which leads you for some also wrong conclusions about the characters, about the development of the event and everything. And it's resonated highly, of course, tragically also at the final act. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really very impressive. Uh-oh. That was a movie called Bad Tales, right? Yeah, Bad Tales, of, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also I have to admit that all the German movies, three of them, was uh, in competition this year, was quite good. I personally like uh, the new adaptation of uh, Berlin Alexanderplatz also, uh-huh. but also agree with the uh, Silver Bears for uh, Paula Bear for Best Actress for kind of fantasy, real fantasy uh, fairy tale about this uh, kind of mythical fem- feminine creature connected with the water. Uh-huh. And I, I'd like to just mention the, another one, the movie which was uh, totally different. It's uh, It was Taiwanese movie. You know, it's interesting. I want to tell uh, the people who will be listening that while you're looking for that, in Berlin, what I, what I actually love about Berlin, as opposed to many of the film festivals around the world, a lot of the film festivals around the world center around the actors who are in the movies, and actors obviously are incredibly important. But in Berlin, much of it centers around the directors, but everyone talks about the movies in terms of what country they're from, because it's truly mm-hmm. an international festival. So you have Taiwan, you have Italy, you have Germany, you have France, uh, you have Sweden, Japan, 
lots of co-productions. And it's one of the things that I love about the Berlinale. You, you feel like these people are coming from all over the world, showing these works that they've, they've spent their lives developing and then shooting and then in post-production and these stories that come out because it means something to them. And I've never felt more a part of a stronger community than when I'm sitting in those theaters next to you and all my friends watching these amazing films. It's such an affirmation of how important this is to all of us and how much we love it. We just love it. Yeah, I have to agree with that, especially because, as you said, uh, you get this wide perspective of the world you probably not known based on your own experience. And mm -hmm. uh, just maybe to to confirm that, I would like just to mention another title, which was Reezy, it's a Taiwanese movie, Days. Uh, it's a two-hour-long movie without any word. Uh, so it's, and it just shows you loneliness, oh. which is presented but it may be something harsh or sound harsh to bear it and for a normal viewer probably it's kind of hard task but uh, yeah it was worth also seeing but also mentioning this wide variety of movies uh, this year maybe it's okay to mention I love what I liked about the organization because before as you as you remember there were like the main section competition but uh, in that section, there were some movies, some titles, which was out of competition because there was not a right. world premiere or right. something. Right. So now they just clear it out. So now you have a competition. In a competition, there were just 18 movies which were all for the runs for the Bears. And then uh, all these movies which were before in competition, out of competition, was put in a Bagrenale Special. So it's like section which was also, also started uh, years ago, like Berlinale Gala. So mm -hmm, uh, you can find mm -hmm. in that category my Salinger year, Inward, Minimata, and all these titles. And additionally to that, uh, we have, uh, they, uh, they establish a new section, which is Encounters, uh, which probably it's like they, they feed the films there who, who are different, who, who are trying to find... Uh, they quote was that uh, this section is meant to be for the films who encourage independent uh, film production and you know some new waves, new film approach or something like that. And mentioning that, I was um, also there was a film Man Croc was awarded with some of uh, independent awards from Christy Pugh. But I saw, uh, for example, film called Gunda, which was also. Uh, black and white story without mm -hmm. any words and it's about a family of pigs on the farm and it was so it, you know just like it because it's a just story about the mama pig who gave birth to a lot of little pigs <laughs> and how they grew up and there was some just maybe just short sequences to showing the also the calves and the chickens but the main topic was you know just their everyday life on the farm and they managed to capture with the cameras such a sincere moment and everything. And also about the end, it's not a judgmental and it's not like, you know, because what bothered me nowadays, all the experimental or new directors, young directors try to shock, to provoke with such things, which I right. don't agree is necessary always. But for example, I will put you just uh, two examples. This movie, Gunda, 
at the end you just show that this uh, tractor or you know the came uh, and they put they took all these young piglets uh, away just drove them away you don't see what's happening to them it's okay for everyone it's known mm-hmm. that but instead of showing you know some director will decide to show you know how they end in the butchery or something right but now we don't see right. it. we just see the mama pig you know like wandering and running around you know like Aww. try to cope what it's happening Aww. and instead of another movie uh, which i was really uh kind of yeah should i say pissed off about in competition it was a soviet movie down natasha which always w- uh, won the silver bear for a uh, artistic contribution for camera uh-huh. but you know for me it was that kind of experiment which didn't work because it was maybe i'm now too harsh but it was like two hours or or scene you know like uh arguing uh, humiliating uh, with no reason explicit sex scenes you know okay the topic is like how people should behave in one of these uh, ex-soviet uh, experiment you know they put a scientist in an isolated community but then after that, you realize, you know, what is that contributes for more uh, empathy or for more? Because right. I strongly believe that if we try to, if we want to, to coexist and coexist in a diversity, we just try to develop, you know, our sense for to accept the others, no ma, no matter how different they are. But that kind of movie is just give you with the fear and judgmental and prejudice and shocks. And after that, you're not capable to embrace, you know, the people who is in front of you, even if it's different. There's no redeeming value in it. (laughs) Yeah. So therefore, personally, yeah, as I said, uh, I agree that the camera work was definitely, yeah, it was okay. And it deserved the award. But, you know, basically this movie... Oh my gosh, it was yeah one of the yeah the most irritating experience of these years back in mm-hmm. yeah. It it sounds like the whole festival started out on a very emotional note too because it was the day after the tragedy, the the shootings in Hanau mm-hmm. and the one minute of silence uh in memory of of all of the people who had passed, you know, during that shooting and then you know there there's there's 340 films that were sh- were shown this year right am i correct correct yeah. three yeah, over yeah. three yeah so it's really hard as a journalist to navigate the berlinale and you know we've talked about this over the years i t- i like to watch the films that are in competition now one of the sections that i've never had a chance to really visit was the 14 and under did you see any of those films you probably didn't have time either this year did you unfortunately not uh, previous years i i just maybe i tried to catch one per year but this year i i didn't have time to do that and i'm not okay with that but you know as i said it's in that quantity of films and in that so many different uh sections and also you know the scheduling conflicts will go if you want to see the competition movie you there's yeah. hard to to find you know the next screening for the movie in the other com- uh, section would you like to see no matter that i try to see i don't know at least like 
a little bit less than 10 of uh, other movies, like as I said, in Encounters and in Panorama, but unfortunately no one in uh, this uh, younger generation films, which also deserves to be seen, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame that they don't have a way around the world for us to watch some of the movies that we missed. But I know I walk away from the Berlinale on most years and I've seen in the 10 days uh, in previous years, was it 10 days this year? Uh, but I've, I, I watched 30 movies in those 10 days. That's an average of three movies a day. That's a lot of movie going and then trying to catch, you know, running into the press conferences so that you can get a seat before it fills up. I love that part of it though. Yeah. Were there any uh, inter interviews with any of the behind the scenes people that stand out for you? No, because also this year I'm not covered so much for printed media because, you know, the situation is like it is. And uh, I just focused on seeing or uh, watching the movies. So That's nice. I also didn't attend so much press conferences. I did, I did none of the interviews. But, you know, yeah, okay, we, as you probably remember, we saw Jeremy Irons in the jury on some streets. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Irons with his hat and his authority <laughs> persona. And, uh, <laughs> yes, but it is like this moment which stay with you. Maybe, maybe the only thing I'm trying to, I'm starting to miss is that uh, the years when we met on the Berlinale, uh, you know, also this uh, time between screenings, you know, like queuing and waiting in a theater for the film to start, mm -hmm. were a little bit more vibrant. Uh, and I blame it to the technology also, because now every third person just staring at his mobiles and just doing some other things or communicating with a universal unknown uh, bunch of uh, persons which i see yeah. it's, it's i'm not i'm not telling it's not good it's not right because who am i to judge but for me it, it's uh, the first step against alienation between each other and it's if we don't take time to to communicate with the people who is beside me so i strongly fear that we will lose the sense of uh, community of humankind also and that will really put in danger our existence in society if you yeah i on some of my favorite times are waiting in those lines i just talk to everybody i've met the most amazing people you know just turning around and saying hello and starting a conversation it's kind of like when you go to the olympics yeah, me too. There's people from all over the world, right? This is like the Olympics of film. And I do hope that the Berlinale never really changes this approach that they have to to the films because it's just it's it's a very special time every year for us to do this. So there's a couple of things that come to mind. Every year we sit there and we watch these movies and we go, oh, 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 oh. And then they just seem to get better and better and better. And by the end, we have uh, ones like the one that won the Golden Bear this year, There Is No Evil. Do you remember sitting in the theater? What was the one? Wasn't the Trojan horse? What was the one? You talked about some of the films this year didn't have dialogue, right? Mm -hmm. This one was a father and son waiting for the end of the world. And and they were in this cabin and they were eating a potato. Yeah, it's a, it's a be Bella, Bella Taz, the Torino Noi, the Torino horse. Yes, and he's... I yes. Do you remember the it? The witch horse? In, yeah. 
I, it stays in my memory as one of the greatest masterpieces of a modern cinematic uh, art. Uh, yes. But I really, I really yes. uh, recall that after 40 minutes, I wanted to leave because I was so tired, you know, <laughs> because it was the fourth movie this day or something. And But no, then I said, okay, now just, just bear with it, bear with it, just stick to it. And it starts to reveal such a beauty inside it, in the, inside this silence. Yeah, and you know, Bellatar said that was going to be his last film. I don't know if it really was. But remember looking over at each other and going, oh my gosh, let's, should we leave? Then we decided to, like you said, we decided to stick it out. And I think for me, I can't get that film out of my head because what he did so incredibly as a director was create the setting for us so that we were actually living the sound of the wind and you could feel the cold and you could almost taste that potato that they would cook for dinner every night. And and just something simple like that, very little dialogue. It was an amazing film. I'm dying to see the ones you were talking about that uh, didn't have any dialogue. I'm curious about it. I strongly believe that these kind of movies are are necessary, especially nowadays, because uh, it's, as you said, it allows you to create your own artistic world. It resonates inside you. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that we don't have to lose that. This, But it has to be some personal involvement. As you mentioned, you know, we at the, at the beginning, we just all was in this temptation, okay, to leave, because why? Because they demand some effort uh, from our side. And we were tired after watching all these movies. Mm-hmm. But when you stick with it, uh, it's worth thinking. And you discover things you will never discover it otherwise. And I think it's also the perfect example, uh, which can also teach us for normal life that we have to just put some efforts in a relationship, in uh, things we like to achieve and we things we love with the persons we love. Because otherwise, if we are like our technology now uh, try to convince us, if we can accept uh, uh, and we can get everything now and whenever we want it and whatever we want it, uh, it just doesn't feel right so much because we don't appreciate it and we stay like empty-handed and I'm maybe there's some fear inside me that the people living like that will just you know they're just shelves you know empty shelves which are every day filled with you know all this media all this information you found on internet all these uh, things but where are they themselves How, how will they decide or discover what do they really want? What do they really long for? What do they really want to achieve? Yeah. And because if you don't, if if you don't allow time for yourself to to discover yourself, there's there's no you. That's what I believe. And and then and then if I if I'm returning to the winner film, then we came to the to the point that we are just like Dostoevsky says, you know. There are two groups of people. One is like the chosen one, and the other one is like a crowd. And we're just becoming crowd who just blindly obey everything, what is in fashion, what is trend, what the what the media tells you to do or not to be or to be afraid. You know, like, for example, now this coronavirus and everything, 
And I was also dealing with that, uh, coming to the Berlinale Festival, and some of my colleagues said, no, but how can you dare to go there? And, the, and they said, come on, what's just the life? And all, based also on my experience, and I'm working in the media, the life, and I always just say it loud, the life is much more beautiful than it's presented when you just uh, look at the television and uh, look at the internet. Believe me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also the, the films like on Beglinale uh, just confirm my theory like that because they, they also show me s- some parts. Of course, they still, that's, that doesn't change, Serena, that most of the films in competition are dealing with the serious and hard topics. But at least from time to time, you find some beauty, some positive, some optimism inside it. And Maybe, yeah, this film, There Is No Evil, I, when I was finishing, when I was still sitting in the theater after the, the, uh, where the end credits ran, ran, I was just saying to myself, okay, even it was the only movie I've seen on this year, Berlinale, it was worth to come here. Right. Wow. So, yeah. And, oh, my and, goodness. And I'm, I'm really, and I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm satisfied with that. I just accept, not that I don't accept so much about life, but I'm trying to appreciate these little things. And, you know, this movie was kind of this thing, as I said, even if I wouldn't see uh, all of the film before, it was like almost 30. Also, I saw this year, as you yeah. said, earlier. And then I'm not studying that I regretted it, so all the other, even if I wouldn't see them, this will be enough for me and it, gives me so much so yeah so th- that's also the reason probably why i'm still coming to berlinale after i don't know 25 years or something and after all complaints we have about past years you know <laughs> how bad the competition is how, yeah. and also this year after this soviet movie down natasha i was really pissed off and i was oh what but yeah it's life you have to embrace it well you know there was um, some controversy in the local community because this is the first year with uh, a new group of people running the festival. So mm-hmm. I think there was some trepidation about whether or not it would be as political as it has been or too political. Or are they going to select the right movies? But it sounds like if what you're saying is true, they did a really good job. Yeah, for me it was like that. But maybe because uh, I think that this year and also maybe this new uh, leadership or management, what should I say, is like more focused on uh, on the film itself that on their um, political issues or social issues. But as as I repeat myself, you know, the winner movie is the perfect example. How can you open the political statement also and this uh, act very... Um, very serious and very important issues about today's society, but you can open it with an artistic dimension, with artistic approach, not just with some not so strong, you know, political statement like it is. And mm-hmm. no, I believe that this new management will go in the right direction, but okay, let's see for another year, because also this year competition was overall better than the last three years, definitely. No. I'm not telling that there was not good movies. Also, last year, you know, I'd like Synonyms and System, System Crasher and you know, all these great movies. But, you know, overall, it was like, and I think they're more focused on uh, 
on a program on our films itself. But maybe just another topic, uh, because you mentioned uh, also in Panorama, when the opening film of Panorama was presented, the young curator, which is now new also, he was a co-curator in previous years, uh, also asked for the silence for Hanau victims and everything. And then he tried to explain that they tried to show, you know, the individual, the individual stories about stories about the individuals who doesn't fit into society, who has to fight for their rights and everything. And okay, I'm okay. Basically, I'm okay with that. But I'm kind of tired of that because what crossed my mind was okay. Why it has to be just you know this egoistic approach or just individuals? Why can we? Just mm-hmm. try to to show you know the things which can uh, join us, which can you know put us together. You know why this has to be just mm-hmm. about one person, one person only, and who also has to struggle to fit into society. Why don't we show that it's not just a fight and struggling to live in society? If we just show us you know some yeah that we can live with each other no matter how different we are that that was my second thoughts when i listened to this opening speech we've talked about this before i agree with you i really believe that our hearts are all the same color you know yeah. we 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 have a a universal humanity that resonates when you just take time to get to know each other and when you can look at the good in people but now you're making me uh, really excited for next year. So I guess we're going to have to wait till next year to see each other again, right? Yeah, I <laughs> really hope that I'll see you again. And uh, don't forget, you know, the the time for the Bernale is the same like previous years, because this year it was two weeks later, but now it's, they will be still at the beginning of February. So just get your That's activities. Good. <laughs> So you're headed back to Slovenia now? Where are you going now? Yeah, I'm leaving uh, the hotel in two hours. Uh, from mm-hmm. We have a flight and afternoon I'll be back home and Monday start work again, like the same procedures every year. <laughs> well, this is Serena Catania with OWC Radio. I've been speaking with Damajan Vinta, a dear friend and a fellow journalist who I see at the Berlinale Film Festival, along with many of our other journalist friends every year. Damajan, thank you for taking the time. I know you must be exhausted after a good solid 10 days, right? Watching all these movies, but I really appreciate it. And it's it's been nice talking to you. Thanks for the update. And uh, everyone, you know what I tell you every week, get up off your chair and go do something wonderful today. Thanks for being with us, Damajan. Thank you for inviting me. And of course, wish you a lot of good things happening in all of our lives. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome.